Welcome to Digging Deeper, a podcast of Christ Church where we seek to equip our members to live out their faith in the everyday stuff of life. I'm Matt. And I'm Jeff. We are pastors at Christ Church. And welcome to episode number nine. It's been a uh, it's been a few weeks, Jeff, that since we've we've done a podcast. Yeah, I think we've just yeah, I guess been been lazy, not really doing anything, yeah. you know, <laughs> decide just to take off. <laughs> yeah. Um I wish. Yeah, I wish. Right now, we're both working probably more hours than we've ever worked before in our lives. Um, but uh, but it's good to get back on here and uh, and try to serve people through this. Yeah, it was encouraging. I heard that you said that some people have reached out to you saying, you know, what's what's going on with the podcast. So I'm yeah, I'm glad we got a some uh, faithful followers for the for this pod- it's podcast. Nice to know that more than my mom listens to it. Although, mom, I'm very grateful that you listen to us faithfully. But yeah. uh, it's nice to know. Thanks, that Kim. That is encouraging. <laughs> that you nice to a couple. It. Yeah. Well, your mom doesn't even listen. I think you said right. No, she, I don't think she has. I, to- I told her about it, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think she was uh, very impressed. Wasn't that or, impressed? Yeah. Maybe I'll ask her. Maybe she's. Yeah, probably not. Uh, that's funny. Yeah, mom. If 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 you're listening and you just haven't told me, I love you, mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So. Yeah. So. So how 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 you been? Been a been a oh, couple been, weeks. Yeah, it has been a couple weeks. Uh, well, I think I mean as you know, man, like it's just been um, it's been very very busy. I think where a lot of people have slowed down, things have picked up for us as we kind of take our church online and start caring for people, and um, you know, so doing a lot of things online to to reach folks and to care for folks and connect folks, um, and uh, you know, it's been challenging. And then and then obviously all that we're doing uh, to to feed people here every monday and thursdays and we have deliveries going out on wednesdays right like groceries so we're doing what like maybe between five seven hundred and fifty boxes of food a week i mean eight eight uh eight eight hundred boxes and then about 200 bags so close to a thousand thousand, yeah so we're feeding about a thousand people a week and uh that obviously takes a lot of work um Mm. so coordinating all that um so yeah, man. So we we've been we've been pretty busy, haven't yeah. we? Yeah, it's been a busy uh busy quarantine time. <laughs> so uh yeah, good but that's good. I mean, you know, like when when things get hard, that's when God's people should be the busiest. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. I think when when there is a crisis, uh, I mean, that's where Christ is, and so we want to show you know Christ in the crisis, and so this is not a time to be shrinking back, but a time to be stepping up and mm-hmm. um super grateful for i mean not just us but obviously how like the church is responding the volunteers coming out mm-hmm. and yep. i think for many people in our church it's been a busy time and i'm mm-hmm. a super super grateful for that because uh yeah if there's ever a time for us to be on the front lines it's it's now yeah and they've yeah been busy in different ways so you know i know there's you know the um you know moms that are working their job and they're you know now homeschool moms too and yeah. you know it seems home like school homeschool dads even. Yeah. 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 I, it's crazy. I, I just saw that the Philadelphia schools or Pennsylvania schools aren't going back this year. They're not going back. Although, let's be honest, as soon as they gave kids like Chromebooks, you knew that like they're not they're not spending that kind of money without uh without without, you know, yeah. getting a, getting an ROI on it. So, um, yeah, no, to have that official come down is uh, yeah, is is kind of it's again, it's not surprising, but it's still just sad and hard. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You know. Yeah, for kids even, I just think of them not being yeah, able to man. see their friends and yeah. you know, their teachers. So, Although, someone did ask me, I was like, you know, kids can still jump on Zoom. You know what I feel really bad for? I feel bad for my dog. 
My dog misses his friends. Oh, yeah. You know? I mean, there's well, no dog parks. There's no dog parks. They're all shut down, which, like, why dog parks have to be shut down? Yeah, I don't do- dogs aren't carriers of it. Right. So, like, to have the yeah. dogs, they, no reason they should social distance. Like, but, but no, we're, we're prejudiced against dogs. They have to social distance. There's no dog parks, and they don't really connect through Zoom. He can't do, like, you know, watch parties or anything. So, my poor dog, like, sees another dog coming down the street, and he, like, just starts, like, He's trembling. Excited. He's yeah. just so excited. And mm. so, that's, yeah. um, yeah. yeah. Sorry for Dawkins. Poor, poor Dawkins. Yeah, but isn't Dawkins excited to have like his his kids home all day? Yeah, yeah. No, he's he's definitely enjoying that. Um, mm. Definitely enjoying that, and he's getting getting more walks now than ever. Uh, but uh, mm. but he misses uh, my my three year old son isn't as good at wrestling with him. Uh, he's a hundred pound German Shepherd. For those of you who don't know, so mm. there's o- there's there's only so much uh, yeah human child can do. Yeah, yeah. I'd imagine. I mean, I've taken a. Uh, couple when Dawkins is wagging its tail it's like a baseball bat that like swings back and <laughs> forth and I've taken a, a couple hits in places I, I I was hoping not to take hits from so I, yeah. I can't imagine with Aaron like you know how how that goes does he get like knocked over by the tail or nah, Dawkins is a gentle giant man yeah. he, he's he's learned how to how to be around how to, you how know, to control that tail though I mean he's Aaron a, and yeah he just he it's it's kind of it's kind of wild but he's a uh, yeah, no, it's he does great with the kids. Yeah, good, good, <laughs> good. Well, uh, Sunday we um if we you know jump into the the message we heard um this past Sunday. So Jesus has been in. We've been going through. We heard about the the lost uh, sheep two weeks ago. We um and this week was about the lost coin, and uh you know this Easter uh, on Sunday we'll be hearing about um, lost sons, right? Um, yep. So it seems like we're in kind of this, uh, you know, uh, Jesus is, it seems like he's kind of getting at the same thing. Like, wh- why do you think um, Jesus, like, is he repeating himself? What's he trying to get across where he's, you know, constantly repeating this theme of, of lostness? Yeah. Well, it definitely has, um, obviously, the same point. And we've said that. Like, I mean, the point of Luke 15 is clear. God loves lost people. Yeah. Every time something's lost, it's found, there's joy. God loves lost people. So that, that's the point. Um, but while there's different stories, I, I do think that it's more than just repetition. I, I don't think he's just trying to hammer his point home. I think it's, um, you know, he's trying to s- say the same thing in a different way to show the different, you know, angles of it. And so I think, you know, it, with the lost sheep, you kind of have the idea that like, you know, the sheep wanders off. And so it's the, the shepherd's heart for the, for the, for the sheep that wanders um, I think this past week with with the lost coin, you have it's different, right? This the coin's the inanimate object, and so I think there's there's a reason, there's a contrast there, um, and I think it's really showing that not only is is God the God who 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 seeks after people who wander away, but He seeks after people who wander away who don't even care about being found, like who have no spiritual desire whatsoever, who who, as Paul says in Ephesians chapter two, are you know, I mean, we're spiritually dead, and God. God comes looking for us, not because we're looking for him, mm. um, but because he it's his choice to come looking for us. So I think this story really emphasizes grace. Um, and then I think, you know, next week is going to really emphasize forgiveness, the father who forgives the two the two lost sons. So I think each story is kind of um, emphasizing a different part of God's love. Mm, um, and I also think, um, you know, there's there's been some some thought um, amongst uh, theologians and commentators that I've been reading that uh, if you look at it, it's also shown us in many ways a picture of the Trinity. And so as Christians, we believe that there's one God. This God exists in three persons, uh, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. 
And so I think in the first story, you clearly see the shepherd. Jesus said he's the good shepherd. And so I think the first story of the lost sheep is very clearly a, a reference to Christ. Um, and then you have, uh, obviously, the prodigal sons, uh, the two lost sons. You have the father. And so that's a clear, clear reference to, to God the father. And so many people think that, um, you know, the middle story here of the lost coin is really referencing the Holy Spirit, particularly how it says that, that the woman searches with a light. And, and in many parts of Scripture, the Holy Spirit is called like an enlightening, like he shines light, he brings revelation, mm. he shows things. And so, again, I think w- what part of being said here is it's not just, you know, God loves lost people, but, but the trin- our triune God, um, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, they, you know, um, th- this being, this three-in-one mysterious being ha- has love in each core of his personhood for lost people. Mm. Um, and so the father loves all his people through his forgiveness. The shepherd, the son loves lo- lost people through being the shepherd who seeks and the spirit loves lost people through, um, being, you know, the, the enlightening revelation of God. Mm. Um, and so, uh, I do think you see a pattern of the Trinity as well displayed through the three different stories. So it's been neat just to kind of like, yeah, they're all saying the same thing, but just, uh, I think I said this on Sunday, it's really like looking at a diamond from different mm. angles. It's yep. all beautiful. It's all one thing. And yet, if you look at it from different pl- ways, um, you know, each view is its own breathtaking hmm. um, glance, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. What What do you think, um, just, in, so th- this is almost like a, kind of like a mini-series almost in, in Luke here. And, um, uh, what, what do you think are, are some of the biggest takeaways that, that you'd want us as a, a church to, to, to take away from these messages? Yeah. Well, I think it really comes from thinking about the um, the context of Jesus was talking to. So he's really talking to two groups of people. He's talking to tax collectors and sinners who, if you want to say, like they were they were kind of the bad guys, and uh, and then you have the the Pharisees who were quote unquote the good guys who were upset that Jesus was spending time with the bad guys. And so as God's making the point that He loves lost people, Jesus is saying God loves lost people, and He's saying it again and again. I think there's really two things that we should think about. One this means that God loves us. And so if we're like the tax collector and sinner, we're aware of how, you know, separate we are from God. We're aware of how bad we can be. Like God wants to speak clearly to our hearts that he loves us. You know, he loves us in our lostness, you know, in each one of these situations, um, you know, the lost, the, the lost sheep, the lost coin, the lost sons is still valued, is still loved, is still wanted. And so God just wants us to know that, that he loves us. But then also, I think from the, why is he saying this to the Pharisees? Well, he's saying to the Pharisees because he wants the Pharisees to, to join in God's love, you know? Uh, his problem with the Pharisees is that they don't love lost people. And so I think, like, this should assure all of us that we have God's love, but that then that love that we have from God is not meant to then stay with us. It's meant to take us out that we should love other people, you know? And I think, I think as we, you know, the Pharisees were tempted to judge these tax collectors and sinners, and so the question we should all be asking is, who am I tempted to judge? Um, who are people that's easy for me to get upset about or to look down on and how can I, you know, join in God's party of, uh, of seeking and saving the lost and rejoicing over that. So I think like, you know, and, and we're not meeting in person right now, but I think as soon as we start meeting in person, um, a really thing is like, Hey, like, who are you upset when they show up for church? You know, uh, I think like say this person, like maybe maybe they don't look the way you think they should look or maybe they don't act the way you think they should act. Or uh, maybe you have a neighbor who 
is belligerent and rude and gets on your nerves or a family member who has like deeply hurt you. And, you know, we can have all these people that are not welcome in our lives. And I think that's the point of Luke 15. Like, no, if you have been loved by God, um, God loves lost people. You need to love lost people, too. And so there should be no one who's not welcome, but we should have hearts to to seek and save. Uh, we can't seek and save, obviously. Christ does that. But but to join Christ in doing that, to have a heart to be used by him in that. So I think this is 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 doing two things. It's giving encouragement to people who struggle with self-pity, and it's giving a challenge to people who struggle with self-righteousness. Um, God loves lost people. So if you have self-pity, stop pitying yourself. God loves you. And God loves all people. And so if you're self-righteous and looking down on others, stop doing that because uh, you're, you know, God loves all people. And so I think this is meant to rescue us from both self-pity and self-righteousness. Mm. That's good. That's good. What, um, you know, thinking about those that have been Christians for, for a while and, you know, maybe you're, you know, okay, you're not, you're, you might not think of yourself as self-righteous. Maybe you aren't self-righteous, but you just feel far away from like, you know, you were that tax collector and sinner, but like, okay, you've been walking with the Lord 10, 15, 20 years. That seems so far away. Like, how do you, um, like, how do you think we should think through that as, as people that have been Christians for a while? So, I mean, yeah, you're, you're happy to see people show up at church, but you don't necessarily like see yourself as a sinner anymore. Like how, how, how do you, you know, recover that, um, just the, the joy of, of being found? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's crucial that we recover it because, um, I mean, I always think of First Timothy one fifteen, which is like, you know, is is crazy when 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 you read it because Paul Paul says in that letter to Timothy, he says, "This saying trustworthy, deserve full acceptance. Christ came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am, mm. the foremost." And it's wild to me that he says, "I am." Uh, that's a present tense verb, mm. like that's how he saw himself in that moment. Not not I was back when I was, you know, this kind of person who was doing all the terrible things Paul was doing. He still saw himself presently as 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 the worst of sinners. Mm. Obviously, the sins that he was doing was not as bad as it was. I mean, he was like totally a blasphemer and and was someone who hated God and um, didn't know he hated God, but but did hate God and and was, you know, locking up women and children. I mean, Paul did horrific things in his former life. Um, So it's not that he was still doing those things. But to his heart, those things were so, not not in a condemning way, because he's the same Paul says there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So not in a self-pity way, but in a way that like he, he just, he never forgot who he was. And, and that is still something he carries with him and who he is. And so he was just very aware of his sinfulness. And um, he was very aware of, uh, you know, both the things he had done. And then also like, you know, the Jesus, when Jesus said like, hey, you know, if you have anger in your heart towards someone, same as committing murder, right? I think Paul used to actually commit murder, uh, but then when he was the yeah. leader of the church, he, he still had anger in his heart. And so I think his quote-unquote little sins were still big sins to him. And so I think, like, you know, it's going to be hard. You're going to have a hard time connecting to the joy of the Savior if you have a hard time being honest about the sinfulness of your, of your sin. Mm. And this is why I think, like, the whole feel-good culture um, that's just so pervasive, like the whole, like, you know, you're a special snowflake and, um, you know, that whole, you know, you need to feel good about yourself. No, actually, I think Bible's pretty clear that the way to feel truly loved is not for you to love yourself. 
but rather for you to be amazed at how God could love someone like you, mm. you know, um, in, in, in other words, who's more grateful, uh, the millionaire who's given, you know, another million dollars or the, the beggar who's taken off the streets and clothed and given an inheritance that's in, you know, insurmountable. So yeah. I think that's like, you know, um, it, it is few things are more dangerous to our spiritual longevity and joy than um, losing touch with our own with our own sinfulness. And so I think that, like, honestly, um, real practically, uh, two things I try to do to try to keep this, you know, fresh in my heart um, is starting every day. I start every day with a prayer like, Lord, all I bring today is my own sinfulness. And so anything good I c- that comes from me is not from me, but is from you. And so I just want to recognize that who you are, and I want to thank you in advance for all your grace. And I want to anticipate your grace that's going to allow me to walk in righteousness, a righteousness that's not my own. And so I want to start the day every day, not giving myself an excuse to sin, but no, I want to believe that Christ can help me walk in righteousness. But that's the point. It's gone only by Christ can I walk in righteousness. So I want to start every day, not not with a, you know, just kind of rolling out of bed and doing my thing. No, I need to be dependent on God because, man, if God should ever not be with me for a day, you know, I'm going to be a fiend of hell. I mean, I sh- you know, and I'm just, I, I know that about myself. I know my anger. I know my lust. I know my selfishness. Like if, you know, if I'm not living in the grace of God, it's not going to be a good day for me or for anyone. And so I start with like, Lord, I need you today. You know, I need you today. All I'm, all I'm bringing to, to today is my sinful nature. And so Christ, I need you. Um, the Galatians 2, the life I live now, I live by faith in the Son of God who, who lives in me. And so, Lord, I, I need you to live in me today. That's how I start the day. And then how I end the day is I end the day with confession. You know, I, I like to, when I go to sleep, I like, Lord, um, you know, I, I just want to confess uh, things today that I did that were, you know, uh, obviously you're hoping you confess the things throughout the day. But I, I end the day with confession and just thanking God that, thank you, Lord, that you're not going to hold my sins against me today because you already held them against Christ. And so it ends, it goes with, it moves, starts the confession and moves to praise. And I think it just helps me like keep a heart that's like, you know, um, just, just, just aware, I I hope in a healthy way of my need for Christ. Um, So, you know, it's not, uh, because I've heard some people like, oh, I'm so, you know, I'm such a terrible sinner and they just use that as an excuse to sin. No, like that's discounting the power of God. Like Mm -hmm. if, you know, the gospel should never give you an excuse to sin. Um, cause then you're discounting its power. So I want to start the day by believing that God can help me walk in righteousness, but believing that I'm not going to walk in righteousness unless he helps me. So I want to start the day with active dependence. And then I want to end the day by recognizing that, you know what? Um, God helped me. God was there for me. Um, there's probably ways that I still failed, uh, because I wasn't accessing the power, you know, n- none of us do that perfectly all the time. And so I end the day just by acknowledging that and thanking Christ for the gospel and, and going to sleep at peace with the Lord. So I don't know, man, just I feel like those kind of like things kind of bookend my life and, uh, you know, my days. And, and that helps helps me um, keep it. You know, I'm trying to cultivate that heart of Paul of like, man, I want to when I see someone, I'm not seeing someone different than myself. I'm seeing someone who no matter what they've done, it's like, man, if God were to remove his grace from my life that's exactly who I would be. Mm. And so I am the chief of sinners because I know my sinful proclivities. I know my heart. I just know my heart and I know my thoughts better than I know anyone else is. Yeah. And so it's like, it. you know, if God were to remove his hand of grace from my life, 
it wouldn't be a good situation. And so that just makes me, it does make me feel bad about me. Honestly, it makes me think like less about me, just more about Christ. Like, Lord, I need you. I want you. Help me to walk in your ways. It gets my eyes off of me and, and onto Jesus. Mm, um, yeah. So I don't know. I feel like it's a really long winded answer. Yeah. No, that's, that's a good answer. Uh, yeah. What do you think? A good answer that I feel like we could spend another, you know, 20 minutes talking about. Uh, yeah. So then how, cause there is a balance, right? There's, you see your sin, but, um, and, and I don't want to take us, you know, I know, I know we have limited time here, but, um, you see your sin, but I feel like there's some that will then struggle with self condemnation. So then where, how do you strike that? Yeah. That balance. Yeah. That's a good question, man. Uh, and this is why I love that. Like, uh, the author of Hebrews says that God's word is a two edged sword. Mm-hmm. And so it's a word that cuts both ways intentionally. And so I think for the self-condemned, like then you go to like the message of hope, like there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, you know, um, Romans, you know, Romans 8, 1 or Second Corinthians, you know, 5, you know, um, you know, if the, the old is gone, behold, the new has come, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, Romans, uh, end, end of Romans, you know, what shall separate from the love of God? So I think anyone who's struggling with self-condemnation, Bible has something very clear to say to you. Like, you are loved and valued by God. And so, I think I said this past Sunday, like, if you're living in self-condemnation, you're giving yourself more power than you should. Because God has fixed your worth in His love. Mm, And so, you have no right to condemn yourself when the Lord of the universe has said, you're forgiven, loved forever. So, so that's why I think like that cuts one way the self condemned, but then I think again it cuts the other way the self righteous person says like, well, you know, you who think you stand firm, take take heed lest you fall. You know, um, yeah. you know, your righteousness is but filthy rags, right? So it's there's uh, you know Isaiah. So like there's lots of verses. So I think it's like, you know, and that's why I think God's word wants to keep us in a healthy place of not living self condemnation nor living self righteousness, but again just getting our eyes off ourselves and onto Christ. And so I think the Bible cuts both ways. And so I think it, you know, depending on how the person's struggling, mm-hmm. the Bible can, w- wants, to, wants to pierce your heart. Mm. That's good. That's good, man. Cool, brother. How are we? How Would are you, we doing? yeah, we're doing good on time. I okay. mean, do you have any follow-up to that or? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it brings us back to, you know, what we've been been learning in, in uh, Luke 15, just the, the value that the, the Lord places on us. But, yeah, I mean, for, for me, it's, you know, I think it's important to be in that place of, of realizing that, um, yeah, that I am, you know, the same sinful person in some ways that I uh, I was. Now, obviously, I should have, you know, as a Christian, you know, for 20 years, I, you know, hopefully I've grown up. I've changed. I am a new creation in Christ, but apart from Christ, as, as he says in John 15, I, c- I can do nothing. So, uh, yeah, so, you know, I you know I think I've said this before, praying the Lord's Prayer has always been in the morning uh, helpful for me where, um, forgive me, uh, you know, my trespasses. So that, that gives me a moment to, to think through what those are uh, with it. And, um, yeah, as in, you know, as you said, in Sermon on the Mount, there's just that, okay, yeah, y- I might not have murdered someone, but, you know, the root of that is anger in my heart. Uh-huh. So just just seeing those things. So I think it's important. You know, I always want to be in that place of of the one who, yeah, as you said, he who's been forgiven much, loves much. Mm-hmm. And, yep. um, yeah, so I, I uh, you know, don't want to be 
you know, and I, I think part of the Pharisees' lostness is they didn't see their lostness, right? Right, right, so right, right. So just knowing, uh, yeah, seeing those things. So, I, yeah, I think it's helpful having those those rhythms and those patterns in your life where, yeah, every every morning I'm, I'm reminding myself. But, yeah. um, and that's, what, I mean, what's great about the Lord's Prayer is that, you know, it leads us to Christ with yeah. it, too. So it just doesn't leave us there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now, as we're talking about loving people, I mean, that just makes me think, um, you know, uh, we, we talked about, um, yeah, just what's going on through the uh, the food distribution that we're doing, man. And I know that's kind of like your whole world right now. And first of all, mm-hmm. just thank you so much for your leadership and uh, and working through the logistics and working to care of people. I think you said we're, we're getting close to, what, like a thousand people a week that we're, that we're feeding? Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. No, thanks, man. How are no, you doing? I mean, it's, I know it's a lot of work. <laughs> Yeah, it's been a lot of work. I mean, there's been a, you know, it's I I think it's starting to, uh, get, you know, hope get get into more of a rhythm, kind of figure things out. So at first, a lot of stuff was constantly changing. You know, we, uh, you know, things kind of, kind of got dropped on us. We started off with, uh, we, you know, we were going to deliver to families of local elementary schools. Well, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think Sunday, maybe Sunday night, like I got an email from one of our food suppliers oh yeah by the way you're a, a city super site now and um like okay that's great well that means that you know people are going to be lining up at the church to to get food so you know so it was adapting to that and then um you know we we found out that oh, we weren't able to do the deliveries with the boxes um with, with these certain boxes because we, we want to be fair we you know we want to give everyone a, a chance to get a box so we had to figure out other ways to to uh, deliver to the the families that weren't able to to get out of the house so it's been (laughs) everything's constantly been changing but um and then on top of it just trying to figure out in the process like you know how do you how do you keep people safe while we're packing food together how many people can be in the building so you know in in uh, the old days you know uh pre-coronavirus it's like okay just fill the place with volunteers and now we have limited volunteers so it's just um but it's, it's been uh i've enjoyed it um i I bef- you know, years ago, you remember this, but I, I used to work in uh, like route delivery for uh, Deer Park <laughs> Spring Water. Uh, I think that might have been like the first job I had when I, yeah, I met I you. So. Uh, yeah, I, that was, I don't know, 18 years ago or something. Uh, you know, close wow. to that, 17 years ago. But wow. um, So it's like scratching a little bit of that itch, like, you know, routing out some of the uh, deliveries and stuff. So That was, that was an itch you still had? Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's just something about, you know, uh, um, yeah, it's something about like uh, I don't know. I was telling Joe Cato like just having a, you know, we would have these route books and just being organized. And there's just something that, you know I liked about routing things out and have yeah good routes and that's funny. Yeah, I didn't miss uh, delivering fifty pound water bottles. You know, and yeah. hauling those around all day. That was yeah, that yeah. was rough. Yeah, physically, but yeah, but um, yeah, it's been it's been great. Uh, you know, I'm thankful for all the people that have jumped in and volunteered. So we've had like think close to you know probably upwards close to like 100 different volunteers that have have jumped in and wow um that has been uh you know a lot of people from our church which has been great i totally understand not everyone um for many different reasons for some that are in the at-risk category i wouldn't want you to show up so um you know no way feel you know condemned for those that aren't able to but it's been great for those that have been able to to jump in and help uh we've had uh, lots of neighbors reaching out to us. So, um, you know, it's, it's just cool to see how the neighbors are really excited about how we're able to serve in this way. Um, I think we get a lot of encouraging, you know, uh, emails and, 
uh, Facebook posts and um, people, hey, how can we help? So, you know, we've gotten, we were just talking about before, uh, different neighbors have been like, hey, I can't help, but would love to support the effort. So yeah. um, people have been, been seeking to do that. So uh, different parents of, you know, PTAs at, at different schools are involved. So we, we had uh, police officers here the other day, uh, you yeah, know, loading yeah. up boxes with us. And yeah, they've been great. Uh, yeah, they've been great. They, they, uh, they went back and uh, just had a great time with them. They, they went back to their, their superior officer and said, hey, can we come to this place every time? And <laughs> uh, so they it seems like at least for the next That's month, they'll, they'll be here Monday and Thursday. So we'll take uh, it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's been cool. It's been a uh, it's been cool to be able to just uh, connect with with a lot of different people and, and just see how people are jumping in to, to serve. That's great, man. That's great. I'm yeah. so grateful. Yeah, just for how you're doing that. You're doing a great job with it. And also, um, you know, with my so I'm actually, you know, I'm an at, at risk person. Yeah. And so I'm uh, I'm not used to it, but having to kind of be more isolated and feel like I'm. The yep. man, the man behind the screen right now. Everything well, is just the screen, but you're the man on on the ground. And well, so well, you're like the wizard, right behind the curtain <laughs> there. Yeah, yeah wall smoke and mirrors, right? So that's, <laughs> uh, no, but I'm I'm super grateful just for how you've been able to be present physically with people, and uh, yeah, man, I'm super grateful for you. So yeah. well, thanks. It's it's been good. Yeah, it's yeah. uh, yeah, you you see, you know, for all those that have been able to jump in and help out, and just you know, even through prayer. Um, yeah, and that's one thing I I would ask for is. You know, as, as we're uh, just connecting, a lot of people are serving. Um, you know, just pray for open doors for yep. relationships and for the gospel to be shared. Yep. Um, you know, some of what we're doing is, you know, the boxes are provided by the city. It's not, you know, we can't necessarily, you know, stuff a little gospel of John in there <laughs> or something. But, um, you know, it's serving our neighbors and they see it and it means a lot to them. And, yeah, it's good. Um, you know, I've, I've had people, uh, you know, earlier today we, we did a, a, you know, we were handing out boxes and, lady pulled up and, and she was at, Hey, you know, I've been meaning to come to the church, you know, and you know, when, and, you know, so I was able to refer her to our, That's our great. live stream and said, Hey, when we're done with this live stream, like <laughs> y- you got to come in and see us, you know, in person. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. people have been asking about the church and it's, it's just been cool. Yeah. And that's what you hope, man. Whether it's our church or another church, you do hope that through, through, through this and through things like this, that, uh, seeds are being planted. And I know it's something I've been praying for is that when, when uh, things get turned back on, that that people will be have been turned on to um, to the Lord and uh, to the only sure and steady thing in life. And mm-hmm. so, you do hope that I I, I pray the churches are um, churches are are filled to the brim as as a result uh, of when we can start to gather again. Yeah. Um, you know, here and everywhere. Uh, may God do a great work. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And that that's another thing too. Just been encouraged uh, by other churches that have. Mm have jumped in so it hasn't been like oh hey that's christ church's thing but um yeah i've had pastors you know just hey what can we do to to, to help yeah, you guys great. out what can we do that's to great. be involved they're sending their people um yeah so it's it's been great to see god's people that's great you know jump into that that's great yeah good man cool brother uh so this is easter weekend yeah uh yeah. What, what, what's going on this this weekend there's well well, I'm not sure when people are going to listen to this, but we have a 6.30 Good Friday service, so excited to be able to do that. And then we have a... Um, What's going on with the Good Friday service? It's a Good it? Friday service. We have different members who uh, have recorded videos of reading scripture, so we're going to play you know, play that, and then I'm going to comment on the scripture and kind of go back and forth. So it'll be like an interactive thing, and then we'll okay. sing some songs. So just reflecting on, um, you know, on the death of Christ. And so looking forward to do that. And then uh, Saturday... 
uh, night. We have a prayer, prayer and praise night, so looking forward to um, to doing that. We're going to try to do that through Zoom. I have no idea how that's going to work, but it'll be good at least to see everyone's, everyone's face. Yeah, um, yeah. Have you seen, like, they have, like, these, like, different groups are doing, like, yeah. Zoom. Like, how, how does that work? Is that even it's, real? <laughs> no, it's not. That's yeah. the point. No, it's yeah. not through Zoom. It's through, like, special tens of thousands of dollars software. Yeah, yeah. And they all have, like professional microphone people that come to their homes and mic them up so yeah when you're when you're seeing that smoke and mirrors yeah yeah yeah, i mean it's great like no not taking anything away from it like praise god they have the resources to do that you know i'm really enjoying watching some of those things but yeah please do not email in and ask us to do something like that it is so uh, it's not gonna be like that on saturday not gonna be quite like that on saturday but But we will we will be connecting with the lord on saturday we'll be the lord and we'll hopefully at least be able to see one another and and pray out loud together so that'll be Mm -hmm. that'd be good and um yeah, and then 10 a.m. Sunday service. So, mm-hmm. um, looking forward to closing out Luke 15 by looking at the two lost sons and how um, you know every time in that story you feel like the sun goes away, you think that's the end of the story. Then you know the sun comes back, and you think it's the end of the story. And then it just there's this is this mm-hmm. idea that just it keeps the story keeps going and in many ways keeps getting better mm-hmm. as you see more mm-hmm. and more of the love of God. And so yeah, looking forward to getting into that. It definitely is going to be. You know, a different Easter, but I'm actually, uh, I've never been more excited, I think, to to celebrate the fact that uh, Christ has defeated death. And mm. um, this world is passing away, but the resurrected life of Christ shows us that we can have eternal life with him forever. And mm. so I am ready to, in many ways, I feel like this, this Sunday is a, an opportunity for Christians to, to have a, a rallying cry mm. um, of, of where our faith and hope and confidence is. Mm. Mm. That's great. Yeah. That's great. What uh, I, I don't know if I can ask this or you know, any uh-huh. anything we could look f- ahead sermon wise to or is, uh yeah. So um, we're after this we are going to be taking a break from from Luke um, uh because um, just the Lord's really put a uh you know, burdens as we were talking about this as pastors, me, you, and, 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 and Steve praying, um, the Lord has put a burden on my heart to get into just a short mini-series on the book of Ecclesiastes, um, because Ecclesiastes is really asking the question, what is the meaning of life? And so I think that is an important question for us to be thinking about right now, mm. you know? And so uh, Luke 16 is great. You know, Jesus is going to start talking about, like, marriage and things like that which is like obviously super important to, to talk about but just felt like hey we could probably we could probably hear that message a couple months from now i think you know the message that we need to hear here now is what is what is the point of all this you know um and uh i'm uh i'm really looking forward looking forward to it it's gonna be a di- it's a different kind of book than i've ever preached before so you can pray for me it's mm-hmm. uh it's definitely yeah. um gonna be a new experience but uh I'm I'm super enjoying studying it and, and hopefully able to to share some of what the Lord's showing me. Mm, that's great. Well, for those that listen to the podcast, you heard it first here. <laughs> that's right. Breaking news. Breaking news. Um, so that's what you get when you when you listen to our, that's right. our podcast. That's right. Well, uh, yeah, and that that sounds like a great uh, sermon series to to share on Facebook and to you know yeah. post and and to share with a lot of people that are asking the questions that. Yeah that Ecclesiastes addresses, so it should yeah. be a, a great way, and pray the Lord uses that. Yeah, amen. Cool, brother. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, we, we'd, again, love to hear from you. Thanks for your feedback. It, it, it is important. It, it encourages us to, to press forward in this yeah. in this task of podcasting. So yeah. 
yeah thanks guys uh if you uh email us matt or jeff at christchurchsouthphilly.org and may the grace of our lord be with you amen